You are listening to the Teen Anxiety Maze, and I'm your host, Cynthia Koffel. Imagine a world where the teenage years are less like a maze of anxiety and more like a thrilling ride of self-discovery. I'm here to help teens, parents, and everyone in between grow and learn about themselves. Let's dive in. Hey, you. Thank you for joining me today for episode number 169. I am glad that you are here every time. Thank you so much for watching my YouTube channel or listening to my podcast. I really appreciate it. It is a labor of love for me. I never think about not doing it. I really enjoy it. And I'm just glad that you're here. I really appreciate the people that give me a little bit of their time and share in my journey of my life, because I talk about things that go on in my life on the podcast. But I also just hope that you're getting so much value for yourself with your mental health and anxiety and all the things that we all deal with from time to time. And I want to be that person that is really just speaking in your ear. You know, my life was changed by podcasts, just listening to people saying things I needed to hear. And I practiced those things in my life and just made my life exponentially better. And I was very much encouraged by those podcasts that I wanted to do the very same thing for teens. Because I thought if I would have had someone in my ear when I was in high school saying these things, I could have done so many more things in my life. Now, my life is amazing. And I'm not sorry about any of the things that have gone on in my life. But I could have probably been more successful for sure. And maybe even be more successful now because I would have had that base to build on instead of figuring this out later in life. But that's okay. I'm here now, you're here now, and I'm so glad and I'm very grateful for you. I didn't do anything around Thanksgiving to tell you about my gratitude for you, but I am very grateful for you. So today we're talking about maintaining your mental health, and we're going to be talking about how it kind of is the same as how we have to maintain our physical assets, the things that we own, and the things that we, even if you don't own, if you rent, you have to take care of the place that you live. We need to take care of our car, or if you don't have a car, your bike, your motorcycle, your whatever, the things that we own, we need to take care of them. And we need to take care of our bodies, and we need to take care of our minds. So we're going to talk about that today. And what are the costs of not taking care of those things. So if you ever watch my my TikTok channel, I did a video after I cleaned my car, which I had not cleaned the inside of my car for like, forever, because I hate it. I think it's really annoying and boring. (laughs) And so I did this thing about, you know, we do have to maintain our cars. And I usually just put it off so, so long that my husband gets annoyed, and then he does it. But the he said one day, he's like, why don't you ever do that? And I'm like, Oh, I guess I should do it. So anyway, it made me think about, you know, we have to maintain everything that is in our lives, not just our cars and our homes and our bodies and our teeth and all the things, but our mental health too. So I kind of, I thought, oh, this is perfect. I need to be talking about this in my podcast. So 
you know, I was thinking about all the different things and it's kind of overwhelming and there's so many things we have to maintain. I couldn't even possibly go through all the things, but I, I specifically thought about cars cause I was cleaning my car that day and, you know, we have to go get our oil changed or checked. And, and then when they're, whenever I take my oil or when I take my car in to have the oil done, they also maybe rotate the tires and they'll check everything. They'll tell me, oh, your brakes, you know, you have about so many more thousand miles on your brakes and you're going to need to get those replaced. And, and so they give me like this kind of checkup report of how my car is doing. And then I make decisions about what's the next thing that I need to do about my car. And we do need to wash it because if you like if it gets super dirty and you never do anything with it, it could get rusty or like different things could happen to it. We need to have our tires checked and taken care of because, you know, they will deteriorate after, you know, so many times of driving. You need to have them get new ones or you need to have them balanced or rotated, all that stuff. I really don't understand any of it. I just wait for them to tell me what needs to happen and then I do it. And that's not probably all the repairs, but that's like the main ones that I can think of. And then like my house, I don't do a lot of this stuff myself, but I know my husband does, but you know, you need to look around and make sure that things are like, things aren't getting rotten, like the boards or the wood stuff. You might need to paint your house. If you have siding, you know, maybe need to make sure that the siding is, is staying on and doing what it's supposed to do. And you might need to clean your gutters out so that they, the water can, when it rains, can go away from your house instead of like having these places where it could rot the wood, I suppose. I really don't know for sure why people do some of the things they do, but I know it needs to be done. We need to make sure that our plumbing is in working order and we need to make sure that our air and heating systems, depending on where you live, I suppose, are working. And you need to like do different things like change filters and maybe vacuum out something. And our bodies, we need to exercise so that our bodies stay healthy. We need to eat good food. We need to brush our teeth and we have to go to the dentist every six months to have our teeth checked and cleaned and make sure that everything's good. We need to go to the doctor once a year to have a physical and they do some tests to make sure that things are working right inside of our bodies and our mental health. You know, we don't go for a mental health checkup. I was thinking about this, you know, like I go to the doctor once a year, I go to the dentist every six months. I think we probably should have a time where we go have our mental health checked out. Now, I do know that our general practitioners and pediatricians have been doing a little bit of a mental health check where they ask you, you know, have you been feeling like you want to die by suicide? I know that is one of the questions. Or have you been, you know, are you safe at home? Do you feel do you feel safe? And I'm glad they're asking those kind of questions, but I feel like we probably should be doing more with a mental health checkup. But that's where this podcast comes in. Like you can be taking this stuff in and thinking, oh, do I need to have a mental health checkup? And if so, there are people to do that. And you can always start with your general practitioner and ask them, you know, tell them what you're sensing or feeling, and then they can give you some referrals about where you could go. And you could also check in with a life coach and say, hey, I'm feeling like this. What do you think about that? And that is what I could do. I could help you with that. So you could see me as a mental health checkup place if that is something that you're wanting to do. 
But what is the cost of not maintaining things in our lives, our physical assets that we own, and also our own bodies and our own minds? What happens? Well, if we don't maintain our car, it could get flat tires because we're not paying attention to what's going on with our tires. And then we go to go somewhere. We can't go anywhere because our tire is flat. You can't drive like that. Our car could run out of oil, which that is terrible. And I don't know anything about it. You probably might know more about it than I do. But if your car runs out of oil, it doesn't run and it ruins the engine. And you would either have to get a new engine for your car, which would be crazy expensive, or you would have to get a new car, which uh, also is crazy expensive. Your plumbing could burst or stop working. Your air or heating system could stop working. Your And if you don't take care of things around your home, you could have a low value of your home. So if you ever wanted to sell your house and move somewhere else, it wouldn't have very much value. You wouldn't get very much money for it. Or if you're renting, you maybe could get kicked out of your rental if you don't maintain certain things. I'm sure that there are in rental agreements, they want you to maintain certain things. And then if you don't maintain your body, it could stop working because if you don't move around and get exercise and do things, it can, you know, don't, it might not work very well, or you might not be able to do some of the things that you want to do. If you don't eat healthy food, your body could get so large that it wouldn't move very well. You could get sick, you could become disabled, you could lose your teeth, which would also affect your eating, and you can die. You can die from not taking care of yourself. And the same thing could happen with your mental health. If you don't maintain your mental health, you could lose relationships because people don't want to be in relationships with someone who has a lot of mental health issues that they're not taking care of. You could fail classes at school, which could then maybe even cause you to drop out of school. You could lose your job You could have substance use and abuse because a lot of people who have mental health conditions that need to be taken care of, instead of going to a mental health professional who could help them with medications, they just medicate themselves with alcohol or drugs of some kind. If you don't take care of small mental health issues, they can become huge mental health issues and other mental health concerns could get like, like, on top of that. And then an early death could happen because sometimes people die by suicide because their mental health is so poor or they die by accident because of mental health issues that they are doing things that they wouldn't normally do because their mental health has gotten out of control. So let's look at the pros of maintaining our physical assets, and our mental health, and the cons of maintaining those things. Because there's pros and cons to everything. So let's think about what are all these things and let's weigh it out. So what are the pros for maintaining our physical assets and our physical and mental health? So it's less cost now, because when we go to those checkups, and we take our car in to get the oil changed, and we have all the things checked out, there is a cost, but it's it's somewhat minimal. I know sometimes it's, it is expensive. I know I when I go do things, I'm like, ugh. But it's less cost for what we're doing to maintain 
than it would be to replace, if that makes any sense. We're going to have fewer breakdowns of ourselves and fewer breakdowns of our car. And our house is going to have fewer breakdowns, like the things are going to work when we want them to work, because we're maintaining them and making sure that they stay healthy. Our car and our house are going to have a better value, so a better resale value if we want to sell them, which is good because then we can have good things back from that. And even though our value as a person doesn't change if we don't take care of ourselves, we probably feel a low value if we're not taking care of ourselves. And we just have like... It just, it just feels better to be taking care of ourselves. And we d- probably don't have as much pain. I, as I get older, I realize even though I'm taking care of myself, I have pain. But for the most part, you won't have very much pain if also maybe no pain if you're taking, if you're maintaining your health because things are going to be working well. Now, the cons of maintaining our physical assets and ourself is that it takes time and scheduling. So this is the stuff that becomes painful. Like, oh, I have to schedule my appointments or I have to schedule my time to go get my oil changed. And sometimes when I do my oil change car apartment or car appointment thing, it might take a while for them to work on it. And I don't want to just sit there because it's boring. So then I have to plan somebody to pick me up. Or I have to plan a shuttle to go from where I take my car to go do something else. And so then I have to sort of like plan my day like, oh, well, if I'm going to take my car in and the shuttle's going to take me over here, maybe I should do my nail appointment during that time so that I'm like not wasting time or whatever. So you have to be more organized. You have to like get those things figured out. And it costs money. That's the con of maintaining. You have to pay to get your oil changed. You have to pay to go to your checkup. You have to pay to go to your six-month dentist checkup. You have to pay to have people come to your house, maybe to check on the things that are inside your house. You have to pay um, a therapist to check on your mental health. You have to pay a life coach to help you keep your mental health maintained. And you just have to be intentional about the scheduling and the remembering and having, you know, like some kind of a schedule that you follow to make sure that those things happen. You know, I'm in my car, the check engine light will come on when it's time to do my oil change. But I also have that little sticker that I pay attention to. And you have to be thinking ahead of time, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go on a trip. Maybe I should get that done ahead of time or whatever. So that's the con. You have to like schedule things and it's kind of boring sometimes. Now, what is the pro, now this is really interesting, the pro for not maintaining your physical assets and your body and your mental health? Well, you can just go around in la-la land, ignoring and pretending like none of the things are a problem. So that is a pro in a way, because you could just be like, who cares? I don't care about it. I'm not going to ever take my car in. I don't ever have to think about what's going on with my house. I just live in it. I just go around with this body doing whatever I want to do, not really paying any attention to the physical health of it or the mental health of it. So that's easy in a way because you you don't care about it or you're being lazy about it. You don't have to pay any money because 
you don't go to any appointments. You don't take your car or you don't have anyone come to your house to check on anything. And you just kind of go around as long as you can until (laughs) the cons of not maintaining those things. So there is this kind of like rest period or time where it's like, this is fine. Who cares? I don't have to, you know, like the kid who, you know, the first time they miss school, it's like, oh, this is kind of fun. I'm at home. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to worry about it. I'm just going to stay under my covers, play my video games. But when that happens day after day after day, there, there's, there comes a time for consequences. So the cons of not maintaining your physical assets or your body and mind is it is really expensive. So if I don't do anything with my car and I just drive it and drive it and drive it until it can't drive anymore, I would have to get a new car because if I did that at some point, now it may be even years. I really don't know how long it would take. I've never tried it because I like getting in my car and knowing that my car is always going to run, that my tires are always up, that everything's always going to work. And if you take your car in to do the maintenance that you're supposed to do, I, I should knock on wood, haven't ever had a time where all of a sudden my car doesn't work because I'm maintaining it and I'm taking care of it. So if I never did, I don't know how long it would take, but when the time came, when my car didn't run anymore or my tires were all flat or whatever, then it's really expensive. It's going to cost so much money to fix that at that time, like a glob of money at one time, instead of like these little bits of money that I would have done along the way. Or now I have a cavity in my tooth and it hurts super bad. So not only is it going to be expensive to fix it, but I also have this horrible pain until I can go and get it fixed. And all of this stuff is inconvenient. It's going to mess up my schedule. I'm maybe not going to get to go to work or I'm not going to get to go to the fun thing that I wanted to go to because now all of a sudden I have this emergency that I have to take care of. So even though our value as a person, like our internal value doesn't change, the value of the outside of us, if we're not taking care of it or our teeth or our, how we feel is going to be low. So to me, those costs, and hopefully to you, those costs are much worse than the costs of maintaining it. That annoying fixing your schedule around so you can do these things or taking the time to take care of yourself, hopefully that seems easier to you than these other more emergent, like terrible and expensive costs to maintain your mental and physical health and the health of your physical assets. You know, you don't have to suffer with anxiety and poor mental health because you have the control over how much you're going to maintain it. And sometimes we need help doing that. I need help maintaining my mental health. I do a lot of it on my own, but I reach out to a lot of people when my mental health is failing. (laughs) And it does sometimes. Building this business has been probably one of the hardest things that I've done, maybe besides raising kids. (laughs) I don't know. Because I'm having to really, you know, I have to go up against 
when things don't work. And I know that they're going to work, but I don't know when. And so sometimes I get down and I just feel like, well, why isn't this working? And why, you know, what else do I need to do? And then I talk to my friends and they all help me. And a lot of the times, the reason we're struggling with anxiety and we're struggling with unpleasant emotions is because we're resisting them. We don't want to feel that. We don't want to think about that. We don't want to do it. Just like we are with the maintaining. I don't want to clean my car. I don't want to go to the doctor. I don't want to go to the dentist. I don't want to do any of these. I don't want to pay my taxes. Who cares? It's boring. It's annoying. It's getting in. It's wasting my time. But I have to do those things to have this life that I want to have. And I want you to have this amazing life too. And you can. So don't resist taking care of it. Don't resist that you're having these feelings because these feelings are normal. So look at ways that you can maintain your physical assets, your physical and mental health. And don't think, oh, well, that's too much work, or I don't want to do it, or that's annoying, because that's just thinking like a victim. You are the hero of your story, and you have control over how you allow things to happen, like the things that do happen to you that you can't control, you do have control over what you're going to do about that and how you're going to rise above that and what you're going to do to maintain your physical and mental health. Even if ignoring it might feel good for a second, staying at home feels good for a second, but then after a while, you're like, ugh but I'm still going to have to face that in order to have the life that I want to have. So even though I resist cleaning my car and resist taking my car in to get the oil change sometimes, it's going to feel better when I just get it done. And why not make today the day that changes all of those things for you? If you have been suffering with anxiety or any unpleasant emotions Make today the day that you're going to do something about it, that you're going to move forward. And we're still in 2023. We have a whole month left of 2023. You could get started now and by January 1 or by the second, when the second semester starts in school, you're going to be ready to move forward with all new ways of thinking and being. And I'd love to be the person to help you with that. So let's get on a call and talk about that. Get my parent guide for talking to your teen about anxiety. That's a step forward. That's something that you can try because you're not going to get different results in your life if you don't have different actions. And whatever you've, if you're suffering, whatever you've been doing hasn't been working. So find a new way to deal with anxiety and what's going on in your life and just contact me. Let's talk about it. Get my free parent guide. It's just right on the very first page of my website. Go there, start working through that stuff and decide what you're going to do next. And I would love to talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Teen Anxiety Maze. I would love to be your anxiety coach. Just check out my website or social media and send me a message.